Hello and welcome to Oh God Ramian, the show whose host has a long-winded doctor. <laughs> Brianna did a great job. If you did not hear it, we had commentary on the debate, the Republican debate, and uh, she did a fantastic job. But the show was so long, we skipped going through the Bible in a trillion years. And so this podcast is dedicated specifically for going through the Bible in a trillion years. So we're going to pick up Genesis chapter 32 and verse number 29. Genesis chapter 32 and verse number 29. The Bible says this, And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel or something like that. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which is shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. So if we were to back up a little bit, you remember Jacob's left Laban, and Laban's called up to him, and uh, now they've made a truce, a compact, a, a, a covenant, and they've gone their separate ways. Jacob is looking for Esau. Esau's coming with 400 men. Jacob is freaking out. He is scared. He's terrified. He sets up, uh, he divides the camp in two, and then he sends out droves of presents to Esau to try to appease him so that he will have mercy because gifts will make room for you. So this is what Jacob is doing. Now, in the middle of all of this, in the middle of his concern, his confusion, he's upset with God because the Lord told him to go back to his family, go back to his kindred. And uh, now in the process of that, he hears that his brother is coming after him with 400 men. His heart sinks. He's confused. He's talking to God over this because here comes brother I'm in trouble, and God, I'm just doing what you told me to do. Recognize any time you do what God tells you to do, things just don't always come out the way you expect them. Just know God will take care of you. And so now let's now we're getting a little closer to where we were. And the Bible says that Jacob was left alone. Verse number 24, we're reviewing here a little bit. Jacob's left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Spiritual warfare, I'm going to re refresh us for just a moment. Spiritual warfare will come when you're left alone. You don't have spiritual warfare with a whole bunch of people there. Chances are your spiritual warfare is something that is between you and God. You will tear down strongholds, but in my experience, most strongholds you'll tear down in prayer won't be in the prayer meeting, not with a group of people, but they will be your own personal, consecrated relationship with God. Now, I understand there are times where you've got to, where devils are cast out, and that does still happen. And so, But your own personal relationship where you wrestle is going to be most times when you're left alone. 
And now the Bible says, verse 25, he saw that he prevailed not against him. He touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. When you wrestle in spiritual warfare, your walk will change. It is inevitable. You will not walk the same way you walked before. You cannot come out of a spiritual struggle the same way you went in. Verse number 26, he says, let me go for the day break that he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Some of us today need to get a hold of that instead of being pansies, uh, spiritual pansies that just give in to the adversary. We need to say, I'm not letting go, God, until you ask or answer what it is I am after. Verse 27, he says, and he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. Verse 28, he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. The word Israel means a prince with God. And he says, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men and hast prevailed. So now you have prevailed with God. How did he prevail with God? By not letting him go. <laughs> Isn't it that simple? If you just don't let go. In our walk with God, that's one of the things that I'm finding so frustrating as I look around at other ministries. Sometimes myself, I see we let go of things too quickly, too easily. Well, we lost this battle. Let's let it go. And so we quit fighting. If we're going to see a move of God, if we're going to see an outpouring, we've got to stay in the ring. We've got to keep fighting until the break of day. And so he says, you have prevailed. You didn't quit until you got what you came after. Verse 29, and Jacob asked him and says, tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he says, wherefore is it that thou dost ask me my name? And he blessed him there. <laughs> Get this, the angel refuses to tell Jacob his name. I personally believe, and Lord help me explain this correctly, I personally believe, at least my thought on it, I believe that the angel did not give his name because his name is not important. What do you mean? Thank you for asking. Let me answer. <laughs> the angel is only a servant of God. And so, therefore, it does not matter what his name is. And if this actually was God that Jacob believes it was, because we see in verse 30, he said, Jacob called the name of the place that unpronounceable thing for me. And he said, I've seen God face to face. So Jacob believes that he is face to face with God and God won't tell him his name. Can I tell you why? Because if it was God... His name was not revealed yet. His name won't be revealed for another couple thousand years or thereabouts, 1,500 years, something, whatever that time frame is, because Jesus was God made manifest in the flesh. At least that's what Paul told Timothy. And so we see that the angel or God, whichever it was, refuses to tell him. And he says, Jacob calls the name of the place that one thing and says, I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Huh. If we could all get that understanding that my relationship with God at the greatest moment, God was merciful to me. At the greatest moment when he came down, filled me with the spirit, he was gracious with me. 
and he was kind with me. Now, the Bible does say later on that no man has seen God, that nobody has seen him. But yet Jacob is claiming he has seen God face to face. I personally believe that it was an angel. And the angel was saying, I'm not going to tell you my name because my name is insignificant. Why? Why is his name insignificant? Because if he said his name, then the name would have been written down and we would be praising the name of the angel instead of praising the God that sent the angel. I think it's it's one of the things that amazes me is we've got people that will praise and worship the angels and the saints instead of the God that the angels serve. We worship the creation instead of the creator. And this angel was making the point that it is not about me. I'm only a servant. So let me pick up. Jacob calls the name of the place that one unpronounceable thing, for I've seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Not only has God preserved our lives in greatness, but God has preserved our lives in our worst states as well. When we were stuck in sin, when we were living ungodly lifestyles, when we were acting like morons, <laughs> when we had no spiritual discernment, when we were living like God did not exist, he still preserved our lives. Thank God for his mercy and his grace. Verse 31, he said, and as he passed over Penuel, or however you pronounce it. The sun rose up upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. He is now leaving the struggle with the angel that he has been under. He is now leaving the wrestling that he has had. But his walk and his name has forever been changed. Because when you have a relationship with God, and when you have wrestled, when you have been involved in spiritual warfare, you will not ever walk the same. Your walk will change. Your look will change. Your talk will change. The way you act and react will change after you've wrestled in spiritual things. Verse number 32. Oh, let me spend a little more time on 31. And he passed over and the sun rose upon, rose up upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Yes, he walked differently, but he did not leave until the break of day. He stayed and continued. That's one of the things where we have lack or where we lack now. We'll go into spiritual warfare. We'll pray, but our prayer is like saying grace, and it's, uh, you know, watch out stomach uh, down the throat to hear the stomach. Here it comes. You, you know those type of prayers? <laughs> no depth, no power, no passion. And because there's no passion, there's no power. And it falls almost on deaf ears. But if we'll call out, we'll have a different walk and our walk will forever be changed. And sometimes it means, though, we got to pray until the break of day until the sun comes up. Now let's go on to verse 32. And that will finish the chapter, which is absolutely amazing. Therefore, the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day. So from that point forward, the Jewish people recognized what God did to Jacob. 
what happened to Jacob, whether it was God or an angel, is insignificant in this situation. The children of Israel no longer will eat the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh, because they are always going to remember. It's important when you have a relationship with God and when you struggle, you never forget the battle. You never forget the struggle that you had. It's important you always remember. Which is upon the hollow of the thigh to this day because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh and the sinew that shrank. You need to always remember the battles that you've had. Every time you've wrestled with an angel, every time you've had a wrestle relationship with God, you need to always remember it. Never forget it. Let it never leave your memory. Because that is what God will use to make you what he has called you to be. Thank you so much for listening and enduring it. And we will talk to you later. Will someone shut that man up? Never! Never!